Hello and welcome to the Thursday show here on the Frontline Gaming Network. My name is Paul Murphy, your host. I'm joined by Adam Camilleri. Oh, hi. And Dustin Hinshaw. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> What's up, folks? This is your weekly show. We do it on Thursdays. If you could not tell by the title that you downloaded or watching live, where we hype up some of the biggest and best tournaments coming up over the weekend. We're going to run down the list that you're going to see, the faction numbers you're going to see, some of the players you're going to see, and then we'll, we'll talk about some of those lists to beat and how to beat them. Another exciting week. We've been doing this for quite some time. Warhammer 40,000 is happening each and every weekend, and we get to talk about it live. Welcome to the show. It's a good time. It's a good week. This So far, this season is, what, not even two months old, and it is crazy. It's crazy how dense this game this has become. Do, uh, were you guys prepared for this? Like, as soon as COVID like, gave us a full run of the season again, the floodgates were going to open. It was just going to be wall-to-wall Warhammer. We Are you knew kidding? People... I was ready to crank it up to 11 immediately. I've been waiting for this. People want to get out and do things, and if, it, if it's the right thing for you, if it's safe to do in your area, then by all means, we want you to join us and take part in this. This is some of the, the best times you'll have in this hobby is locking it up with people from all over the globe, and we have some pretty big events to talk about. Uh, but before we get into that, I want to talk about something coming up, uh, and that is the BAO coming up. That's the Frontline Gaming's Bay Area Open coming up May 27th through the 29th at KublaCon. KublaCon is a full-fledged convention. There's going to be stuff going on other than Warhammer 40,000. I don't know. I don't know why you want to do it, uh, but you know it's still there. Take part in that con experience, uh, May 27th through the 29th. If you get your tickets now, we understand that's going to be you're going to get a little advantage after March. I don't know, 11th or so. I think they're raising the ticket prices for the whole thing. Check it out if you are so inclined. That is May 27th through the 29th. It uh, in a place called Kublacon, uh there in the Bay Area Open. Can I ask you a question? And I want to, I, I think I know the answer to this, but Kublai Khan, the name of that, is it based on the Khan, like Kublai Khan? Because that's an absolutely amazing Khan name. I think like, it's I, a, a Rush song. What? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Well, either these I guess that's cool too, but for different reasons. <laughs> yeah. I don't know either of these references, boy. I feel ashamed. What? No, it obviously is, right? You know, we we got several. It's it's got to be a pun of some kind, right? Yeah. Uh, but but this yeah. is. Let me tell you, this is a destination event. This is one of those things. It's a, it's a prestigious <clears throat> thing to win. Um, it's it's going to be a great uh, event. Hosted by the Frontline Gaming Network. You don't want to miss it. I suggest you get your tickets while you can save a little scratch. Who doesn't want to do that? Uh, and give yourself, you know, dead it, lock it in, and get your time off work, uh, and get your start shopping, sharpening uh, your list. And you know what you're going to have to beat this weekend, and that's Custodes. But maybe it doesn't play out that way. This is why you tune into the show. Uh, we're going to tell you what, what's happening uh, going on all over the place. First thing we're going to talk about is the Clutch City GT. Uh, Clutch City GT is in Houston, Texas. 113 players, six rounder. Uh, yeah, I want to congratulate the event. Like, uh, I, so I, I pull out all the faction stats. If you're not aware, only one player did not fix who, who didn't, who wasn't listed as dropped, did not submit a faction. Shame on that one person. You let the wow. whole team down. 110 ish other people listed their faction. Why couldn't you? Could have been a perfect one guy on the team didn't show up in uniform. Everybody else was there ready to play, man. You came in your underwear. What are you thinking? Uh, but before we run down uh, what the faction list is, we'll go down each and every one of them. But I got to give some folks some shout out in the chat. Uh, yeah, Nikki D. Williams saying Blood Angels own the BAO. Yep. <laughs> well, you can't argue with that, right? Uh, and then it was like somebody might not be a Rush fan. I actually don't know if it's a Rush song or not. It just sounds like it probably would be. Uh, <laughs> but, Wait, you made that up? I believed you. Uh, you know. Yeah, you, same. We, we got to fill some time you, here. 
we got to talk about stuff. You never know. Oh, but thanks to the folks that are signed off in the chat. We do this live every Thursday. It is streamed later or, or uh, uh, broadcasted later on the on the uh, uh, podcast networks and aggregators and stuff like that. So you can listen to us later. And if you do listen to us later, please consider subscribing or leaving a five-star review uh, if you haven't done so already. All right, that's it. Uh, uh, talked about the tournament coming up. Uh, Gave some shout outs to the folks in the chat, which we will continue to do. And um, please uh, leave some comments, especially if you if you're going to these one of these events, you maybe uh, you know feel brave enough to post your list mm. in the chat, or um, you know maybe uh, throw some challenges out to some other folks there. But uh, Dustin, would you mind running down uh, and letting folks know what they're going to be seeing coming up here at, at the Clutch City Grand Tournament? Absolutely. So we're going to start off with the Imperial Superfection. There is one Imperium, which is in fact Salamanders and Custode Bikes. Interesting combination. Two Sisters, 19 Custodes, of course. Two Admac, three Astro Militarum, four Green Knights, and three Imperial Knights. So generally a pretty good spread. And then Custodes, but that's not surprising. <laughs> Space Marines Superfection, three Dark Angels, five Space Wolves, four Blood Angels, three Ultras, three Black Templar, one White Scar, and two Death Watch. It is mostly the aggressive uh, chapters mm -hmm. for... Space and that there. Death Watch, that Death Watch, maybe they maybe they figured something out. Maybe they did. Maybe they did. Maybe hey, it's, it's good to see White Scars. We don't see that many White Scars right now. Maybe it's a Death Watch list trying to Marine players being like, well, Tau is strong now, Drakari is strong now, and Nids have a good list. <laughs> All right, it's time. Let's see what they've got. Mm -hmm. Might as well try it out. And then White Scars, uh, we saw them be very popular in Australia, so maybe they're borrowing a little true. bit of that Australian uh, tech uh, coming in here. Some, somebody is honing their Australian tech. It's 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 important to to give them some credit with that too. So the Chaos Super Faction is two Chaos Super, one Chaos Space Marine, four T-Suns, three Death Guard, four Demons, and a Renegade Knight. That's still an even spread, even between the thousands. Thousands of the Death Guard are still usually the higher up, like higher represented, but Demons actually coming up uh, a little bit higher in the podium here too. We have four of them. That's that's more than you expect. Are they all Bellacord, do you know, or are they just kind of a mix? Um, I, uh, I actually didn't look that much into the demons. I think oh, that I pulled one of the demon care. lists out for this one. No, I did not. I did look at two of them though, <laughs> and they were both they were both Bellacor, I believe, unless yeah. I'm mixed up with this in another event. See, Bellacor makes it. sense to me. Yeah, go ahead. And Paul. Then, you know, we've seen we, we've seen you know people build just flooding the boards with uh, with lesser demons, lesser in those mid -tier, mid tier demons as well. So you know, I think that might play pretty well. Uh, you know, and let's not count out like summoning points and splitting horrors and that kind well, of stuff. We haven't mm -hmm. seen that. That's kind of like something that's unexplored territory. You're absolutely right, Paul. Uh, Mark Aish being the predominant kind of proponent of this list, uh, <clears throat> which was just to take stuff. Just like if, it, mm -hmm. if you can't take good stuff, just take lots of. And so he brought back kind of like the 8th edition demon archetype. Multiple bloodletter bombs, some splitting horrors, some plague bearers, and some just some masses of bits and pieces. Surprisingly enough, demons still do pay, play a very good mission game. It's just their damage output is either their damage output isn't there or the durability isn't there. You can't you can't seem to have both in the same list. Well, this is the thing with the Bellacore list right now too. And this is mm. this is what we're talking about. This is the window. This is the window yes. right now. Because Bellacore plays really well into Tau. Tau struggle yes, into does. things with no rerolls, minus one to hit, and they yes. also struggle just getting across the board and trying to take it away from those guys because they, they come back, they like they'll split. It's it's a pain for them to fight. And mm. the other big one, Custodes. Bloodletters are actually not bad in them with a negative three yes. and strength five. If there's enough of them hitting on twos, they don't care about having no rerolls. They don't care mm -hmm. about transhuman. Mm -hmm. It's actually a good matchup. Well, not good, but it's, it's not, it plays well into it. Better than you think. 
Better than they you get, think. Yeah. That's, that's they get to have one tool. They get, they get to have a yeah. game. That's, that's yeah. what I'm trying yeah. to say. They get to have a game. <laughs> well, I mean, right. look at that. I mean, we'll burn through the list, of course, and it's, it's fun to hypothesize about what the, maybe some of these underperforming factions uh, can do. But, you know, when you're looking at, when you were looking at data like we do in these in these tournaments and talk, looking at the list, you do start to really think if you want to play into it or around it or against it, you've got to think about what stats do I need to p- compete in this environment? And what mm-hmm. you just described about a bloodletter, it sounded like if you didn't tell me it was a bloodletter, I'd be like, how many of those can I click yeah. in this army <laughs> yes, tool? Exactly. You know? <laughs> exactly. And then like, oh, it's a bloodletter? You know, d- do I feel differently now? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they come in with their, their 3D6 charges. They, they, they can make these charges, get their damage, and they, mm-hmm. they have to get a little bit lucky with some of the rolls, but they have the output. And custodes do struggle to kill hordes, right? Generally, my so. my only my only issue is Tanglefoot. You just if Tanglefoot you can't charge, sucks, if, but three d six, three d six. Come on, uh, yeah, exactly right. If you can charge that brick from outside a lot of sight, it's a big brick. It's twenty. It's twenty you, guys you kill or, or it's nothing. First. Yeah, kill that guy. You sin. And look, uh, I see Nurgle Nurgle Matt in the chat. I know we've been talking about, uh, you know, Slanesh and everything, but uh, sorry, Zinch and Corn and not Nurgle, but Nurgle can hang in there too. Demons, the next big thing. I like Plague Bearers versus Tau, genuinely. Yeah. Well, for for everything Demon has, I like Plague Bearers versus Tau. And that's because everything else is horrible against Tau. So, you know, it's not that. Of course, can be decent. I am I have a huge oh, fan of splitting horrors. I am a huge fan. I just fan that's of. I just well I just think one airburst unit just kills you through the splitting. It doesn't matter. It just kills with, enough of you anyway. But with no rerolls, minus one to hit and a four up info. Does that's it? true. Yeah, if if you are just does it? Goal, then yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> look, I know we went off topic. We got plenty of more factions to read. Let's have this theory craft after we get to the, the faction. <laughs> we got to keep okay. going here. Right, Sorry, I know- derailed us. You, it was okay. It was a good, it was a good derailing. I think everybody was interested in that. Xeno Super Faction, there are five Necrons, four Orcs, and seven Tau. Necrons really coming back into the meta. Mm-hmm. I like I like Necrons being back. That's awesome to see. Hive Mind Super Faction, nine Tyranids, two GSC, and no Forces of the Hive Mind. Correct. Eldari Super Faction, two Mixed Eldari, five Jakari, one Asuriani. So obviously the faction podium is Custodes at 19. And then we hit the Golden Cliff with Tyranids <laughs> at nine and Tau at seven. Uh, it's an interesting thing to see. I wouldn't say Drakari is getting left in the dust, but they're now sitting around the same numbers as we see for T-Sun's Death Guard, things like Grey Knights. They're sitting around that figure now. They're not sitting in the sevens and the eights in the hundred plus pair events anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wonder if that's going to change with the Eldaria. So the Eldar books edition, when they get that little influx of extra jank with the, the Harlequins being added in, etc. Um, so I'm interested, interested to track Drakari's progress over the next kind of three months. This, this is what happens. People forget about him for a little bit. They 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 get, they get kind of yes. just uh, intoxicated with these like oh win rate this and 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 that yep. you know or whatever, and they forget. You know, some of these books are still strong. Mm. Well, That's we got true. a Drakari list, and I think it's in the last event that I actually really liked, not because it just looks like an ordinary well-rounded list now it doesn't look like it's trying to push the envelope of having more stuff than you or being so stupidly durable you can it just looks like a well-rounded all comers now which is quite why would you do that i know it's heaven forbid <laughs> like you have to you have to play like the rest of us plebs and play a well, reasonable you, list you, you know why would you <laughs> well let's run down a couple of lists and see what's happening over there in houston exactly right so the first one i picked out was the guard player of the bunch. Brett Urbanowski calls himself the Catachan because he's built like one. The guy's a mammoth. Um, he's playing guard and Tempestus. Dedicated to guard too, which is which is 
faction cool. specialists. I always like to put the microscope on what <clears> these guys are doing because these are the guys that you see playing into the meta the most. They're, they're tailoring their lists to go after the things that they think will get in their way. And so when you go to these faction specialists, I, I mentioned Mark H as well, um, you really get an insight into what they think uh, they need to do to win games. Mm -hmm. He's playing Landon Lions and he's got two detachments of spotted details and gunnery experts as being a custom build. He's got Patrol patrol Battalion. He's got a Tempestus Prime, two times five Scions, two Torox Primes, and then that's the Scion detachment. He's got three tank, he's got, sorry, he's got two tank commanders, three infantry squads, that his last attachment is his third tank commander, a company commander, six more infantry squads, a Lehman, Lehman Rust Demolisher, and two Manticores, payload Manticores. This list is big, it's bold, it slaps, it doesn't, it can't kill itself out of a paper bag, but it's, it's going to get a lot of, it's <laughs> going to get a lot of points. It's going it, to, it plays an extremely good secondary game. Um, the problem is it just doesn't deal with aggression very well. I got to point one thing out too, is that, look, if you're watching this live, Look at this new list design oh, here. Oh, yes. you, you asked, so we pretty. listened. I don't know if it's going to happen every show, but this one, you're here for the experiment. Look at that new list format. Gorgeous. Give uh, the good props that we do keep doing this, guys. Yeah, what do you guys think of this? This looks like kind of the best you can get without going outside the kind of guard, you know, militarum and um, and astro militarum combination it seems about the best you can get he's going to get he's going to get so many secondary points he's going to automatically get like his 12 on rod nothing you can do about it he's going to max or near max engage every game and his primary score is always going to be good what do you guys make of it i, find yeah, it I like it that you have units in here that you simply just do not care about you know they have one mission he's a score yeah. you points yep. screen or, yeah. or die and you don't care there that, that that is what your success is is built into uh not being attached to those units and mm. i like that Mm -hmm. uh, that play style. It's very hard for me to do sometimes, you know, playing certain factions like Blood Angels where, you know, you don't, yeah. you don't want to see any of them taken off the table, but it's like guard's yes. job is to get out there and be churned up. Yeah, it's exactly. Play right. style with them for sure. And I, he, he can, like you said, he can score points and not, not care about losing when he's losing to do it. Oh, heck yeah. So what, let's, uh, yeah, so Adam, he is on some hotel internet, so he may be popping in and out, uh, but don't worry. Uh, we're going to keep holding it down. Uh, next one we got here is an interesting list. Uh, I wish my buddy Red Powell was here uh, to talk about Carlo Canella's oh. World Eaters. Uh, looks like D Dustin, can you do the honors yeah, on this? I, I will absolutely do the honors. I love I love translating this stuff. So it looks like it's a battalion. I oh Jesus, <laughs> S S Hawks. What the heck is that? Okay, I can go the rest of this. I know what a DP is. There's a Demon Prince and Lord Disco. 27 and 10 cultists, four by five berserkers. That's you have to have those if you're going world eaters. Three blood slaughters. Is that what, the blood slaughter? That sounds right. I know. Oh, I mean, like, I, I know it's blood slaughter. I'm just confused. I, I just haven't seen them in forever. They, then, they actually they're they're pretty economical on the points. I think they I fit into a certain lists, and and it's one of those to where if you if you don't pay attention to it, you know what do you do? Like you only mm -hmm. have so many things you can take they out also, reliably. A they turn. look amazing. The models are so cool. Yeah, and of course two Reiners to hold all those uh, Zerkers and a Lord of Skulls. Just awesome, awesome. I do like pedal to the metal, getting across the table, chewing it up, making use of that that double fight phase on a lot of these things, and then you know. Ah, I, I kind of I'm I, I'm fearful for the Lord of Skulls in this uh, environment. But he still has the, the three blood slaughters and Lord Disco. So while everything's firing at the Lord of Skulls, those other things are going to be getting in there. and a Demon Prince too. Like aside from the ten cultists, which will probably just sit on his back objective the whole game while everything else just runs forward. Yeah. 
yeah, it's, yeah. it's a list that you have to deal with in the right order or you're in trouble. Oh, you're, you're actually bringing, that's a, that's a great point uh, is the fact that this is one of those to where if, if you don't deal with this and process this in the correct order, you're exactly right. You, it's yep. easily, I think, to get blinded by um, like a big shiny thing or a, a unit that you are historically concerned about, but it might not be the right thing to do at that time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's, that's how would you prioritize targets uh, on this? It, it, it depends on a lot of things. It depends on the terrain. It depends on uh, the mission. It depends on what I'm playing, obviously. Because if it's really heavy terrain and the Lord of Skulls is, is going to have trouble coming at me, I'm not going to need to prioritize him right away, right? His shooting is is decent, but He's I don't need a bunch to focus of shots. him down. He does have a bunch of shots, but I don't need to focus him down until he gets closer to me. It means I can actually focus fire on the other little things that are going to be causing problems ahead of time. Like the Zerkers in Rhinos. They're such a pain to deal with because you have to pop the rhinos first. Yeah, do both. It, yeah. You have to do both. Yeah, and that, that's that's just a feels bad moment. So it's well, actually guess, it, as it's, a it's tau well player. Let's if you if you can rationalize, put yourself into the mind of a tau player. Mm-hmm. What are your first targets? What are your round one must kills? Round one must kills. In this list, you, you probably do have to deal with the Lord of Skulls. You can you have if you have railguns in your list, the Lord of Skulls is like that's where the railguns go. That's just because you you can see you it. Start you there, and if you get you it just down. start there. And the smart missiles, I think you probably have to have to deal with. Uh, I can't believe I'm, getting, I'm saying this, but I think you have to deal with the blood slaughters because the Zerkers won't do enough damage if you have the drones, and you'll just shoot them in your shooting phase when they get there anyway. Minus one to hit. You don't. You only need to do five five wounds to these guys. Which the Tau shooting when they have, have to shoot at them. I don't think that's going to be a problem. So it's literally you can focus everything else. Once the Zerkers get there, it's like fine. Now I'll shoot you because I'm ready to shoot you. That's bold. I mean, I really was. I mean, my my eye here says get the rhinos down. Get the get the rhinos out of the way uh, because you, if they get up midfield, you might not get through them. See, I don't think the rhinos are going to be visible. I think the riders yeah. are what you're hiding for sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, next list, we got uh, uh, Joe Bado's Custodes, uh, Emperor's mm-hmm. Chosen Battalion, which, you know, we see that. Um, Trajan Valoris, you cannot. Uh, oh, sorry, I don't I want to run. If you, you want to run down the list, but it, you actually cannot deny the power of Trajan Valoris. We're going to see him no. a lot. Uh, he's going to be in many places over the course of the weekend. He is, I think, one of, if not the most point of vision character in the game right now. So, uh, it's an Emperor Chosen, Emperor's Chosen Battalion with a shield Cody. So a shield uh, captain on a Dawn Eagle jet bike. <laughs> I translated that. Trajan, five prosecutors, three time, two times three Sagittarius, an Achilles, three wardens. I'm assuming that's one group of three wardens. A Vexilla, a palace. Oh, a palace. I like that too. And two by three Praetors and a Telamon. This is uh, kind of like one what of a, everything a throwback with the telemon there people but i think have been opting yeah. for the uh, uh the caladius tanks uh mm-hmm. that, we, that we've seen so you know uh, it looks like i was gonna say opting for more boots on the ground even though those are giant boots uh, yes <laughs> they are giant boots They're, the unfortunate part of the, them not being obsec anymore but they are oppressive and if they because you that's another thing you have to deal with they're, they're like mini lord of skulls every single one of them they're, they're scary. I, I do tell you, I love this list because you can carry, you can walk around the event just carrying them like this. Like you don't need a tray. <laughs> two uh, hands. 
you, you, you double fist just, the army. That's all it is. Yeah, this this is how you carry this army around, and I <laughs> and I do. It's it's hard not to it's hard not to like it. It's hard uh, not to appreciate a lot of these players bringing the custodes to mm-hmm. the events. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I think we might have Adam back. That was he, annoying. He's getting there. <laughs> so Adam, we ran we ran down uh, the the world leaders list. Uh, we did oh. an exercise about you know maybe uh, and I'll and I'll throw this up to you as well. If you are if you're a Tau player, what is your first turn priorities? What are you taking down in the, the first world round? Leaders. Yeah, of the world leaders list. Yeah, I want to give you the we we both uh, slung out a couple of uh, and and you weren't here. You actually you, you dropped mm-hmm. connection. You have no benefit of knowing what our answers were. What are your priorities if you're dealing with a list like the world leaders list? Uh, turn one. Depending on terrain, I might go for the rhinos. If if because I know blood slaughterers and lord of skulls. I can roadblock. You can't roadblock Zerkers. They can go around corners, go through ruins, getting them on the on the table early and getting them out of the game. If this is a dense, if this is a dense event, say on a on a G Dub um, dense ruin, you know, board, or if this is on a player place terrain board, you can very well place some terrain to insulate yourself against a lot of skulls coming at to turn one. And the same way you can do that, you can also use like just one old crude screen or some other bits and pieces to stop the worst of the blood slaughterers getting into you. Whereas not so much the rhinos. No matter what kind of happens, as long as if the rhinos are alive, turn one, turn two, you cop and zerkers. Nothing to do about uh, it. I'm not going to tell you what we picked. You have to go back and watch the show. <laughs> uh, so. uh, that's brutal. <laughs> but you know, uh, we'll we'll see. Uh, but that so uh, this is one of those things to where we we well, we did hypothesize. But a list like this, when you see it, it's possible that your like your historic what what you what you thought uh, might have been the you know the the bad things in this list, um, you know, might influence what your targets might be. And you gotta you gotta uh, kind of look at things with uh, with fresh eyes every time how, you roll up to the to the table. How cool is that list though? Like that's it's amazing. Well, yeah, list. Like it's that list. Uh, you're just you're just a mad dog. Like you rock up yeah. on the table and you just get respect. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So th- let's pick a winner. So I know we went down and we talked about there are 19 custodians here, and it's very possible that they take the list. But which one of these other factions has the most potential to unseat? Uh, a- a- apart th- from that Tau, sure thing. obviously. A- apart from Tau. Apart from Tau. Um, There's only seven Tau though, so maybe they don't make it into that that opportunity. With nine Tyranids in the event, should the should enough of the custodies have to play themselves or knock them and the, knock each other out? I think I see I see a Tyranid player making a podium here. They've got nine players in representation, so I see them doing really well at this event. Yeah, yeah, okay. nice. I mean, what I'm I'd love to see. Tyranids. What I'd love to see. I'm going to call it Necron player in the top five. Uh, that was going to be my That's answer. My spicy take. Oh, damn, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> you, can still, you can still say it. It's okay. <laughs> this may be the Necron's time to shine. It really might. Uh, you know, with, with the right combinations of, you know, they can, they can play that game of, of having you know, brutal things to come across the table mm-hmm. in combat. You can, you can shift into both different ways. And they, we've, we've seen difficulty in people digging them out of, of uh, objectives. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna make a bold one. I'm gonna make a bold one. More, more bold than you guys. Demons. Ooh. What on a podium or winning? I, I think. Winning. I think, We're talking about winning. Well, 
We're talking about, hey, I think I think it might be their time. I think this is this is the time. This is the window. This is the window for Bellacor. I think it is. Uh, it, it's good in a Custodes and Tau. What else do you need right now? But it's one model that's good in a Custodes and Tau. It's good mod. It's a great model. But yeah, we we've actually seen that play out several times at, at the, some of the major events to where it it just needs to get have like one one round of breathing room. Mm-hmm. Mm. And maybe that's all it needs. And maybe the custodians don't have enough, to, and especially like the list we highlighted, might not have enough to put Bellacore down. Just in turn just one. One of these guys can do it. I know one of them has the potential to do it, counting on you guys. I know it can be done. <laughs> uh, Scotty says that is a spicy call, Adam. Uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know if it's the, uh, the, the Necron call, but it uh, could be, this could be mm-hmm. the Necron. Uh, we'll see. Uh, Let it be. Yep. Uh, so uh, KR Coin says, uh, would love to play against that list with the three Calidus. And yeah, Calidus is, is, I think, you know, what, what people have been opting towards. Uh, but it might be just a scramble of, of not everyone has that in their hobby arsenal at the moment. Mm-hmm. Oh, there we go. 100% the Necron call. That's what Scotty says yeah, in the chat. Thanks, everybody, for participating in uh, the, the chat tonight. Uh, this is it's one of the things. We do it live, and we got a lot to talk about with the tournaments, but mm-hmm. the, the, the comments just kind of help keep it going and add to the chat. It's such a meaningful uh, thing, and we really appreciate everybody doing it. Well, so the next event we're going to talk about uh, is uh, Battle Ready Mayhem from Valdosta, Georgia. That's right here in, in my neck of the woods. A little south, uh, Valdosta is like the last place you hit before you hit Florida. Uh, if you want to stop, you know, get a, get a drink on the road or whatever, uh, that's it's, – but it's not Valdosta. That's not the only reason you stop at Valdosta. <laughs> but it definitely is like the, the, one of the last places before the border, uh, before you have a, a nice stretch going into Florida. It is a cool place. Uh, it is 60 players, five rounder. Okay. What are we going to see there? So Adam, first, first and foremost, 100% of the players going to Valdosta listed their faction. Just, just everybody take a bow. You are the winner of Adam's hashtag did the right thing event of the week. <laughs> uh, thank you very much to everybody at Batty Ready. Thank you to the TO. Thank you to the players. You've made my day. Battle Ready Mayhem did nothing wrong. That's right. Well done. <laughs> well done. All right. So going through the quick and dirty stacks there. Stacks. Yeah, that's close enough. Oh, can, actually, before you start, can oh, I say one okay. thing? Is that we've okay. actually we've had to say like we would have we, we we actually put some of these players on the uh, the the shame train uh, because <laughs> they didn't have their factions. So this is this is great, and we want to reward. We <laughs> need to reward. We must things. reward. <laughs> All right, Imperial Superfaction, three sisters, twelve custodes, three Admech, and two Imperial Knights. There are no Western Militarum and no Gray Knights. Adam really wanted to point out there are no Astro Militarum. That doesn't surprise me too much. No Grey Knights, though. Yeah, that's, I, I, that's I can't remember why. I can't remember why I left in the Astro Militarum, but 100. I wanted to point out there was no Grey Knights. Yeah, <laughs> I, I the Astro Militarum. I, I'm putting it out because you put it in there, but it's yeah. not surprising <laughs> to me. <I> mean, <laughs> we don't have yeah. cards. <laughs> space Marines, Space Marines Super Faction. There are two Dark Angels, one Space Wolf, one Blood Angel, two Ultramarines, one Salamander, three Black Templars, and one Iron Hands. So still good representation there. Black Templars come up the top there. Chaos Superfaction, four Chaos Space Marine with three World Eaters. What is mm-hmm. happening? I, I, I know. And the thing is, I, pull, I I saw there was a World Eaters player in the previous event and pulled out a World Eaters list. And then I get to the next event. I'm like, there's three more? Like, what is, what's in the water this weekend? Like, did, what is, did what's Did Cover get a new model or something? What's going yeah. on? 
Yeah. People are see this when you see what's out there, you got to figure out how to crack the code, and that's what we're seeing. And it's so that's it's so cool to to see it actually made manifest here in these mm -hmm. lists. Uh, and it's it's all it's kind of the I call it the orc effect. Like a lot of people who play orcs will jump on other factions and mess around, and then when the game is like gets a little bit nastier towards the top, they'll go straight. They'll go back to orcs because orcs are always fun. I feel like the world <laughs> is always fun too. People are like ah, oh, nothing else is really doing it for me in chaos right now because things aren't great. Play some world eaters. Yeah, I could see that be just being fun fun army to play for sure. Uh, rest of them is just two thousand suns, no death guard, one mm -hmm. demon, and two renegade knights. No death guard. Wow, that's surprising. When you're running through these factions and you get to the knights and you say three knights, I'm like, you're right. That's probably an army. It's three knights, but you mean three like? <laughs> 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 yeah, like, but, but how many people are? You're probably right. There are two probably two renegade knights on the table. That's right. <laughs> so... That's accurate. That's true. Uh, Zeno's perfection. There are two necrons, four orcs, and eleven taus. So not too surprising there. Almost, almost uh, at least even on numbers, the custodes this mm -hmm. time. So the golden cliff is not that big this time. It's more, more yes. like a, more like a step. The golden step. Uh, Hive mind superfaction, a single GSC. That's it. That's it. Very weird. That is very weird. Very weird to see the lack of hive no mind. No tyrannids and mm -hmm. no hive mind. That is really so weird. this is interesting. So this is obviously we're seeing it's it's fifty players, you know. Mm -hmm. So that obviously influences maybe what the overall pool is. But it, it seems like, or sorry, sixty players. Uh, uh, but it it seems like you know people are trying to anticipate things, and and we know there's we're obviously see the, the weight within the custodians and Tau, uh, but then there's a lot of mix up there, a lot of mm -hmm. a mixed bag, and uh, you know, are they playing into the meta? Are they ignoring it? That's the question. Or is right. this just what people own in that area? Like we haven't seen too too many tournaments recently from this specific area, right? Maybe this is just there's no real tiered players in this area. We'll see if it plays out. I guess in the list, and then we're going to talk about a sip of the list here. We'll see if if any, there's anything that really catches our eye uh, yeah. and how these lists are, are uh, assembled. For sure. Uh, last but not least, the Eldari Superfaction, one Drakari and one Harlequin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so the faction podium is uh, Custodes at 12, and then the Golden Step Down to Tau at 11, and then Orcs, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say like basically World Eaters at 4. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Orcs I... and basically World Eaters are the, on the faction podium for this event. That was... is awesome. When was the last time we saw Chaos Space Reigns on the, on the podium? I don't think I, I don't think we I don't think, think there's been this this edition. I think this might be the first time this edition. Yep, definitely. Wild. So what, when you were you talking about this, it's just custodes, Tau, and world leaders. Yeah. 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 Love people people playing into that world leaders meta. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, jumping down straight into our list, uh, the first one is Morgan Timpy. Um, I'll tell you right now, guys, the list for this this weekend, I literally pulled out at random. Every single list is just Ooh. a list that I like the look of, something I thought was interesting and I want to talk about. And if you'll notice, zero double ups. I've, we've got nine lists. There's the closest double up we've got is we've got two Space Marines of different, different sub-factions. So uh, Morgan Timpy up first. He's playing Tower, Farsight, Enclave's Custom. Use the word custom because it's a bit of bit of questionable thing, and that's kind of the reason I put it in here. It's got a double patrol. He has a Crisis Two Commander, an Ethereal, 
Yep, there's the there's the, the bit. Uh, ten breaches, a unit of five crisis suits, a unit of four crisis suits with two and three shield drones, respectively. Ten pathfinders, five vespid, three broadsides with two sh more shield drones, two a devilfish. His next patrol is a crisis commander, another ten breaches, and two times three cell suits. I know one of those is packing a homing beacon as well. This seems to be getting close to what I think of as the well-rounded farsight build. What do you guys think? It's definitely well-rounded because it's not going too heavily in the crisis suits or broadsides. Mm -hmm. It has the breachers in there and the devilfish has some stealth suits. So it, it is definitely well-rounded. I can give you that for sure. So the thing with the thing with Tau, I don't think well-rounded Tau is the way to play right now though. Mm. I think y'all are being blinded by the the fact that there just happened to be some Vespids in here. You're like, this is a well-rounded yeah, list. Good. <laughs> no, good. they are. They're very, they're very good. Vespids are uh, good. Yeah. But this list is hell-bent on destruction. I don't, mm -hmm. I think it is, is it is one built thing, with purpose um, and intent. One thing I'm not crazy, if I'm not sure if I'm crazy about is 10 Pathfinders. Are these guys any good? Mm -hmm. Um, They're not bad. They're they're in. <sighs> well, yeah, I okay. I was gonna justify them, but I can't. There, there are yeah. some ability to kind of <laughs> move, manipulate, you know, manipulate their movement with them, right? Uh, so, you know, maybe that's it. They're playing a whole, trying to have that be kind of a, a pivot unit, a pivot piece. That's why there's so many of them. Uh, mm -hmm. And then you got a little insulation if it, if the, that maneuver doesn't work out. That's yeah, fair. Like, they, they have they have like some strats that they can use on them. So they have the tricks. It's because it's it is just two patrols. So he's got a little bit more hmm. CP than I've seen some uh, some towelists have. And the ethereal giving you a CP a turn on two up every friggin' turn is absolute insanity. Yes. So you might as well use it. So and that's the contentious bit about this guy. So obviously it needs an FAQ, but as it sits right now, only far sight enclaves, as in the far sight enclave enclave, the one that gets to take far sight, can't take ethereals by rules as written um mm -hmm. and this gentleman is taking a custom far side build which is using all the far sight right. enclave enclave rules but because he cut he puts he, all he, all this player essentially gives up is not being able to take far sight but instead gets to take an ethereal i think that's a winning combination every time until gdub says and, until gdub says otherwise you're just getting to have all your cake and eat it too because you get the extra mm -hmm. commanders as well yep no that makes sense i actually i i, I do like that i do like it a lot I in, in the chat uh, says the Pathfinder type tricks. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. They do. Um, so jumping to our next list, this is Chase Jones. He's playing Black Templars. Bless. He's got a single battalion. He's got Grimaldus Chadbrecht, the champion. <laughs> you um, can't not if, take that guy though. If, you, if, you're, if, you're, if you're if you're Black Templars, you take him. Yeah. He's got amazing rules and a phenomenal model, and he's Black mm -hmm. Templar every like through and through. Auto include. He's like mm -hmm. six minimum Locked six in. months. Minimum six in. months from the decks, mandatory. Um, Primaris Chaplain, six Assault Intercessors, two times ten Primaris Crusaders, three Blade Guard Vets, a Judicia, two Redemptor Dreadnoughts, two times five Vanguard Vets, and I'll tell you right now, they all have Thunder Hammers, and then a Sigarin mm -hmm. Arcus. I don't know why it says Sigarin. That's a <laughs> And Redemprots. And re Redemprots. <laughs> I, I love I love some of these actually. Well, I think that was on purpose. Actually. See, if you guys if you guys aren't actually watching this live, you're missing out on some of these awesome these <laughs> awesome things we can see. <laughs> it's worth it. It's hundred percent worth it. You don't know the Redemptrots? It's the like Redemptrots. It's like, it's, what is yeah, a Redemprot? It's, it's like a like band. An, yeah, so you know like a, an Invicta is to a Redemptor. Yeah. What? 
So, you know, an Invicta is just like a stripped back yeah. Redemptor. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, that's, this is a stripped back Invicta. So it's like a naked Redemptor. Just the, just the freaking chassis. So yeah. Redemprot? Yeah, that's what, it, that's what it's called. Yeah. So this is you can, slightly You can related. check it anywhere. Yeah. It's, it's, all, it's all over the place. The, the Ramams followed me on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's awesome. And I think that's probably why you had to play here as well. Um, <laughs> what do you, so the, the biggest reason I put this list in is because of the Thunderhammers on the Vanguard Vet, which I think is a big deal, mm-hmm. and the Sakarinarchus, which I thought was a nice tech piece that I kind of wanted to unpack a little bit. So for those of you who don't know, this thing is essentially a super whirlwind. It's strength 6, minus 1, 2 damage, 2d6 shots, no line of sight requirements. It's on a much tougher chassis. It moves a bit faster than a regular tank, and it can, it, you can pack sponsons and a, a heavy bolter in the front as well. So it kind of kits itself out like a Lehman Russ having you know three extra guns in addition to the, the main turret. It's not a bad thing for the current environment, and I'm a bit of a fan. Anything with you know, you guys know if you've especially been listeners for a long time, you know I love anything with indirect fire. Uh, mm. That is a that is a missing piece in a lot of lists, and if you can figure out a way to get it in, and I think this this uh, the gentleman has here is uh, is figured out a way to not compromise the forward element that you that you kind of must have. If you're building an mm-hmm. assault army, you have to kind of be focused, in my opinion anyway, is putting as many points as you can in that assault element or you feel like you're living in two worlds or whatever. Uh, so mm-hmm. I think they've got a lot of that, that forward push, a lot of the ability to, to control the midfield and uh, go the objectives. And then also not letting people, you know, play their own game over there behind that terrain. Yeah. Mm. I yeah, actually like the the lack of Terminators because I see a lot of Black Templars kind of spamming a lot of Terminators. And I like that this one doesn't have any. I'm not going to lie. I actually like this, this the build of this. I like the, I love Crusaders. I love Crusaders. Oh, why, why is that? Oh, you want me to keep on talking about it? Oh, the Crusaders. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just, well, one, I love their fluff. That's just awesome. But the fact that you can take, I, I liked what they used to be, but... I just feel like they're 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 troops, aren't they? For Black Templar? Yes. Yeah. yeah, that that's the main reason I like them because they not only are they uh, well, fluffy. So the, if I'm if I'm talking about it, lore ac- lore accurate, lore accurate. There you go. That's that's they're they're lore accurate, and they actually pack a scary punch in, uh, and they're they're at a good price point, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. It's to me. I also like I like the Bladeguard veterans. I, I kind of like them yep, uh, better sure. than than like the Sword Brother. And, and, and uh, don't ask me why. Other than the fact that I think that they they kind of their 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 stock equipment uh, is pretty cool. And the and the fact they're on the you know the big bases, uh, the bigger bases, they seem to really kind of just help them dominate that. Uh, anytime you see them on the table, they can dominate that that midfield. And people seem to have a hard time shifting them. I like to see them here. Uh, I think the Judicar is is one of those things to where that fight last ability mm-hmm. is very underappreciated. It doesn't not everybody has access to it and it doesn't come up all the time, but almost every time it does get in a list, it's devastating. And I think that's yeah. what we're gonna see here. Yeah, for sure. So moving on to our last list, this is Evan Williams. He's playing Admech and has got a Metallica detachment. Sorry, Metallica Battalion. Um, he's got a Marshal, Dominus, Manipulus, 25 and 5 Rangers, 20 Vanguard, 6 Infiltrators, 10, 9, 8 Rust Stalkers. Don't ask me why. Uh, 2 times 6 Taraxi, 9 Service Raiders, and a Scorpius Disintegrator. Now, I'm looking... Uh, the reason I pulled out this list is this is like an evolution of... Um, an ad mech list for the new secondaries, I believe. Um, six infiltrators instead of five, two times six Taraxi instead of five, nine service raiders as well, which is the first time I've seen 
any amount other than three service raiders in a list since Siegler was doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So since, yeah, since the, the nerf. And this in one unit. Yeah, nine. Yeah, mm-hmm. nine in one. Okay. Yeah, really interesting. And usually you'd only see that if they're running Mars. So you could proc all the extra models in addition. So right. I'm actually really surprised to see it. So that's that's the reason I chucked this one in. And also, once again, one no line of sight shooting piece in the Scorpius Disintegrator, which I thought was kind of weirdly Is that enough? Harmonious. Is it enough? Well, it, I, I'm not sure it is. But I can't tell you it's not either. So, yeah. Well, okay. The, the reason my comment is, is it enough in this particular Adeptus Mechanicus list is because, I mean, they do have the, the forward pressure on the Rust Stalkers, but the Rust Stalkers, I typically kind of see them in the flanks and not up there kind of mm, yeah. try to choke out the center. Like maybe the eight man goes up early and tries to do some stuff to pull out some deadly things so the nine and 10 man can, you know, can eat, eat, eat the big stuff. Um but look, he's going to have some. He's going to have some stuff jumping up and down around here. He's got a, quite a few infiltrators, quite a few things uh, deep striking. Two big bricks of twenty dudes as well, and he, of course he's got the, he's a single battalion, so he's got all the CP to use all the juicy Metallica strats as well. Um, in addition to the, the lung, um, probably somewhere in this list. Uh, so yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of it. I thought it was good. The only thing only thing I questioned whether it was worth taking was the service raiders because I thought you could get a. I'd rather see. Like I'd rather see three by three than one unit of nine in this list, but I, I guess that's because he was a battalion and the other two fast attacks were taken by Taraxi. Mm-hmm. I, I actually, if you take out the, in my opinion, if you take out the two Taraxi, the Super Spreaders, the Scorpius Disintegrator, the list from there, I believe is the core of what competitive admec lists look like right now. With like changing maybe what the actual chapter is, but I think that's they're the core. So good. Yeah, they're still, uh, they're still dude, good. I, Totally agree. Three into Rust Orcas, you can almost take five mans, and they're still amazing. Yeah, you could. Um, and I'm not saying like take yeah. out the Traxi and the Super Spiders because they're not worth. It. I'm just saying everything else is core. The other ones are kind of your flavor that you add to it. Exactly right. They're, they're your they're your special sauce. Yeah, I like all the bodies on the table for this, and, and maybe mm-hmm. why there's nine Cerberus Raiders is because you know you're trying to control these range bands, uh, so they really the, the opponent has to come through a lot and may may get caught out there in the Rangers of the Vanguard's range band and it's where they, they cannot hope to defend against mm-hmm. your onslaught. And and maybe that's why we see the configuration of the units as we do here. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. So what takes it? What takes this this uh, this weekend? It's, it's, it's some stack competition. Interesting, yeah. uh, like, faction totals. Is our Thousand Suns going to bubble up here? <laughs> I mean, we're all going to go World Eaters, right? World Eaters I, that, I was, was going to go for it. Like, Let's each pick say. a world eaters player. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we each take one. Yeah, I think Tower's winning this honestly. I put world eaters, hand of destiny. Let's do it. Bang, yeah, on, world eaters on the podium. So, but we might end up talking about world eaters next week. All right, so, that would be exciting. That would be, be a hand good of day. destiny. <laughs> it's, it's not quite as destined because you don't know the names for sure, but. Yes. All right, it is time to leave the U.S. Uh, we're going all the way to Norway. This is Norse Hammer uh, from. Stavanger. I hope I got that right. No disrespect on the name uh, if I did not, but this is all in Norway. 45 players, five round uh, event over the course of this weekend. If you think you butchered that, you wait until I have to read out some of these player names. Oh my lord. It's going to get, it's <laughs> gonna get rough. We're going to do our best. Thank you for bearing, uh, bearing with us. Uh, I did, we seriously do not mean to ever uh, butcher no any names of a place. Uh, my... we, may, we may put tell you where it is wrong on the map, uh, in complete seriousness. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, but never try to butcher anybody's name. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, going over the quick and dirty stats, the Imperial Super Faction, there are six Custodes, one Admech, one Astro Militarum, one Imperial Knight. Space Marine Super Faction, one Dark Angel, two Space Wolves, one Blood Angel, one Black Templar, one White Scar, one Imperial Fist, one Iron Hand. Chaos Super Faction, one Chaos Soup, one Chaos Space Marine, one Thousand Sun, two Death Guard. Xeno Super Faction, five Necrons, two Orcs, three Taos. Finally got some spiking numbers there. Hive Mind Super Faction, one Hive Mind, three Tyranids, one GSC. And then Eldari Superfaction, there are three Drukari and one Harlequin. So the faction podium comes up to, again, Custodes, and then the Golden Step yeah. in this one again. So Necron's at five, mm -hmm. and then Talon is <laughs> D, all tied at three. DE is in Dark Dark Eldar. Dark, Dark Eldar. Yeah, apologies. Uh, yeah, I think that's the quickest you've ever done that, Dustin. But uh, obviously... Sorry. So I saw, no, no. Uh, no, we got to draw it out. It's fine, baby. It's fine. <laughs> well, hey, uh, hey. I, it, there was not too much to talk about. Not, oh. Aside the the neck runs, actually, yeah, I could unpack a little bit for sure because that's uh, that's a big deal. Mm, that's a big spike. Why that's do you think? Why do you? Why do you think that is? Is that experimentation? Is that them trying to thinking they've seen something in the meta they can exploit or what? With the Necrons? Yeah. yeah, I don't think there's anything particular in this event i just think the necrons because they got their spike in here and there's just a lot of people excited to play necrons out there i don't know if because five yeah. list let's let me take a guess with five sure. lists, there are uh 20 heavy destroyers <laughs> and 65 affidian destroyers no, Scorp no, no. There, there's going to be like 35 to 40 Scorpec destroyers. Come on. Oh, sorry. Maybe that, no. Uh, you, oh, Not so you think that's the... Okay. Scorpec is going to be a little bit heavier than a Fidian, I think. I like the, the two and one combo. Two, two Scorpec, two, one yep. Fidian. There you go. Yeah, I like yeah. that. All right. Yeah. Well, okay. Let me, let me walk it. Like, let me get realistic. Okay. Sure. 15 heavy destroyers between, between those lists. Yep. That's, uh, yeah. And, and then probably 40 Scorpec between those lists. Mm -hmm. and uh, 15 Ophidians. I can tell you you are not far off. There, you are actually you not go. far off. I looked at, I think I looked at three of the Necron lists, and they're actually all different. So there was uh, one Mephrit, one Novok, and one um, Expansionist, Relentlessly, whatever mm -hmm. the hell. Um, and I think all three had the Silent King. Two of them had Heavy Destroyers. Um, I think all had Scorpex, and two of them had Ophidians. So pretty on the money there, Paul. Like picking those, those units as being like the most most taken. Because if you're a Necron you're player on. out there, it's working for people. And, it is. You know, it's, it's just figuring out. I think the right combination of those things that we talked about uh, to really make an impact at these mm. tournaments to win to, to well, win more games than than uh, you maybe did last week. Well, guess what? The first list for for dissemination is a Necron list. It was the Novok list. Oh. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I promise I haven't read ahead. It's fair, fair, fair. I'm scrolling down now. Let's let's do this. All right. This is Kajatil, Andre Lickness. Apologies if I messed up any or all of that. Of course, he's playing a Necron Novok. He's got a Vanguard, a Patrol, and a Supreme Command. He has a Chronomancer, five Flayed Ones, two times five Scorpec Destroyers, five Wraiths, and five Ophidians. Oh, then he's got his go. then he's got his Patrol, a Technomancer, two times ten Warriors, Two times six flayed ones get that R and D. Uh, two times five wraiths. So he's got a full complement of fifteen wraiths. And then he's got the Silent King. So this is the we're going to come at each list. Shooting wise, he's got very short range on everything, bar the Silent King's men. He is essentially like 
two units of warriors to do his shooting. Apart from that, it's 10 Scorpic Disintegrators, sorry, 10 Scorpic Destroyers, rather, five of Feeding Destroyers, and 15 Wraiths with a three units of MSU Flayed Ones coming for you. This, to me, looks like a great prototype MSU Necron build. I've heard some Necron players, and, and again, I don't play Necrons myself, and so I, I, I don't have any insight other than this, but they, I, some of them give me the distinct impression that they think Flayed Ones are kind of like a disruptive choice right now, but may not be the choice long-term for their army. Mm. That's fair. They're like perfectly pointed right now to have the natural deep strike. So think about they're like more expensive Tempestus Scions um, because they'll go in, they'll get you your engagement. they get melted guns? No, they get free deep strike. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, they'll go in and they'll get, they'll just guarantee you get a good score. Just taking two units of them, or in this case, three units of them in your list, guarantees you get a 12 on a secondary. You know, most oh, likely like 12 that. on two yeah. secondaries, you know, and they're pointed really, really aggressively right now. And guess what? They're not bad in combat. And then they're, they're Novox. So they've got eight in charges off the deep strike if you want to go aggressive with them. Yeah. What, what are they like three, four attacks a piece? Uh, I think with exploding sixes or is it auto wounds on six? Something happens on I sixes. I think it's auto wounds. On, it used to be uh, reroll wounds. So I think it's auto wounds on sixes now. I think that's what it is. So remember, it's wound related. I don't necessarily. We probably don't have to guess. Someone in the chat, let us know. I know we got some micro players sure. in the chat. Um, but yeah, I really like this list. When I looked at it, I'm like, that's probably pretty small, pretty similar to what I'd be playing. The only thing I would have done differently, maybe, is he's got a Chronomancer, so I probably would have stuck the two units of ten warriors together to get one unit of twenty. Um, mm. Because then it makes you more efficient with your Silent King buffs, as in like, my will be done on this unit of 20 warriors, and then on this unit of Scorpex, this unit of race, or whatnot. Um, so, but I, he's probably got a plan. He's probably just like, well, I want to play banners, and I don't want to have to, you know, not deep strike the Slade ones, so two units of 10 warriors makes more sense. Um, so yeah, he's probably definitely got a plan. I like that line. Three attacks with exploding sixes. Oh, Tesla attacks Dang. in close combat? Nasty. Dang. So yeah. there we go. Uh, and I'll Silent King, like that's a testament. You get that model on the table. It's a, it's a glorious model, but it is, you know, it cannot be for the faint of heart. So uh, yes. it's awesome to get to play with it. And it's, it's really good. Well, really you got you got a nice points discount. You got, you're saving 30 points on him now. He's, his buffs work on, you know, a third more of the army than they did before. Like he's probably, he's like never been better. So yeah, if he's not takeable now, then when? There we go. All right, next list. This is uh, Mar Marius Marius Warwizen. Uh, Warwizen. Oh. He's got a Jakari Triple Patrol. Blackheart, Artist of Flesh, Artist of Flesh. Uh, this is the one that I said looks like an all-comers Drakari list. It just looks like a well-rounded Drakari list. It doesn't look like it's skewed or too erroneous or over the top. It looks kind of fair. <laughs> if that's too <laughs> disgusting for me to say uh, he's got two big courts of the court of the archons and therefore he has two archons he's got a, uh, the max unit of trueborn with all the trimmings the blasters the dark lance um two ravages and a raider so he's got a bunch of what i think of as crisis suit and custodian killing love the things. ravager tech it has come back we've seen that's consistent yep. from from a lot of the jacari lists we've seen is the ravagers so if, if you've been you know hesitant about taking them take them with confidence because other a lot of other Jakari players are out there, out there doing the same thing. Yeah, you absolutely. just got to be able to kill Praetor bikes, you know. Like, so mm -hmm. 
Ravager's got to come back. He's got Drizar, two units of five racks, two units of five grotesques. Last patrol is a succubus with another three units of five racks. So he's even got a good amount of MSU racks here and and the last five grotesques. So three units of five grotesques, two gunboats, a a third baby gunboat that has the Trueborn inside of them, two big quarts of the Archon to get in the way, be durable. Three into five, and yeah, three into five grotesques to become the core, the heavy hitters, the anvil, Drizar and a succubus and two Archons, just the cherry on top. I like this list a lot. This is the one you're talking about earlier, eh? I, I, I can see what you're talking about. I like this. Mm. I like it. It's um, it, it's it's reminiscent of what, it's, it's kind of a combination of what uh, the old MSU looked like and the mm. new the new style of Dracari is kind of turning into yeah. the grotesques and now adding back in the Ravagers and Trueborn even. Mm. It's I think exactly right. Nothing is stopping Drazar from getting in combat every game. Oh yeah. Oh, and he, yeah. he, uh, he wrecks. He wrecks. Exactly right. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's absolutely everything in this list is, is enough to always make sure that you've enabled him. You've cleared a path mm-hmm. uh, for Drazar yes. to get in there and, and solve all your problems. I like it. <laughs> Um, so onto our last list. This is Noah Hegri. Hegri. Ooh, that was good. That. Good accent I think there. I, did, I, I like think that. I did that one right. I did that. I got one right out of this. And this is Imperial freaking fists, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody bow down to Noah because man amongst men right here. Um, he's playing a single battalion of Imperial fists. Like what a champion. And and he's using the chin of the Imperium Tor Garridon head like a freaking uh, oven door. Um, nice. Love the man. Uh, <laughs> He's got a Primaris <laughs> Chaplain on bike, two units of five Assault Intercessors, five Heavy Intercessors, an Apothecary, five Blade Guard, four Redemptors. Sorry, two Redemptors, four Inceptors. That's a lot uh, of Redemptors for Magic I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two units of three Eradicators and a Gladiator Reaper. And uh, what, is, I, what does that do? I was, just, I was like, I wanted to close this show out with like super spice we've got nine different factions or if not sub factions i'm like imperial fist right we're closing this baby out strong um a gladiator reaper shoots 24 strength six shots i believe at um rend i believe i can't remember if it's rend one or rend two it's essentially two of the redemptor gatling cannons stuck together um and then it has uh a bunch of the uh intercessor bolters on the side like two quad intercessor bolters on the side um and then of course you can take it with a couple of extra bits and pieces nice i i actually don't hate it as in iron hands if you like if people look at the um i mean i, I don't have no, I have no reason to dislike it as imperial fist but as iron hands <laughs> um you can you know iron well if it has all the bolters on it then why you know why not yeah. i mean that's that's, yeah. that's i think that's what you're thinking about well, or at least and, considering here and the Gladiator Reaper, the strength six with ignoring cover is a big boon there on the, the main turret. It's got the gun, it's got the gun with uh, Dev Doctrine, if you're willing to try and keep it in it with a cut with whatever CP or shenanigans you've got. It's got the gun to try and kill custodies quite well. Maybe not the bikes as much, but definitely the foot soldiers, like the strength six into the toughness five, um, with the rent two on it, like it can do quite a lot of work with twenty-four shots. Um then he's got two redemptors to back it up. He's got four plasma inceptors, he's got two times three eradicators, he's actually got a lot of gun. Like he's got yeah, quite I, a lot of guns. I love, you know, guys, I, I did, we just went on about how like, the blade guard just get all this. Sometimes you get a lot of work done, mm-hmm. real difficult for the opponent to deal with, especially if you're just slightly above average on your rolling. Uh, the redemptors. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I think you're very well to point out the eradicators that they still do a ton of damage, difficult to shift. 
Yeah, I, I, and this list, I wish it was like a one unit of six, and then he could combat squad down to the two by three should he want to. But up to him. You know, he, he's obviously got a plan. Cover, but yeah, cover everything. I'm but glad yeah. we covered that list at least. Uh, Imperial. Like well, I just wanted to say the chin of the Imperium, pretty much. That was the you whole re- thing. Yeah, that was the only reason you did. I was going to say, <laughs> you, you made a point of really emphasizing the chin. <laughs> so, what's taking this event down? Uh, oh, this is hard to pick. This like, is hard. 45 players, five round event. Uh, so we we actually had someone call out in the chat that because the last event was a five rounder that you know it seemed like the custodians were just going to walk away from it or, or walk away with it uh, and, mm. and their their opinion because and and I I was kind of unpacking that comment in my mind is like maybe there isn't enough rounds for them to filter through themselves in, to in a five round yes. but in this forty five player event there are only six custodians uh, as opposed to eleven for the next one does that change your pick on what you think is taking it down so the thing that's going to change my pick i guess to say custodians will do better here is the fact it's scandinavia and they'll be using wtc terrain it's going to be extremely mm. dense your guns terrain is a fact is the third player yeah your gun is your guns are not going to be as useful as you want them to be which is another reason i actually quite like um the necronless we wrote out because it has very little gun like it's just picking an angle for the men here is pretty much everything else is just are we going to have an event where we pick necrons tw- again? I mean, I th- they're, maybe, they're built for maybe. it. They're built honestly, for the honestly, I think custodies win this um, because I think the terrain is heavily in their favor. But I'd be so happy to be wrong. So happy. I'm doing. I'm picking necrons. Ah, champion. You would. You would. I'm going <laughs> to. I'm, I'm going to say. I'm actually going to say Tyranids. Good stuff. There's three yeah. of them. There's, th- there's three Tyranid players for sure. Yeah. That's only half as many as the custodians, and yeah, there are plenty of tricks in the Tyranid book. Uh, you know, unless they're running, you know, well, there's plenty of tricks in Crusher as well. Uh, but they're they're definitely got a lot of uh, legs. See what I said? See what yeah. I did there? Custodians do struggle in the Crusher a lot. See what I did? Yeah, it's, it's okay. Sorry. <laughs> 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 well, listen, we're actually at a time on the show. We're about to wrap it up. But before we do, uh, we have a segment we call Fuego Repito. And I, uh, this is a segment where we give ourselves a list of topics. And we give ourselves just a couple of minutes to run down each and every one of them while we give our hot takes. As soon as the, the clock starts, we'll start uh, talking about the, the topic. And when that clock is over, uh, we got to stop and move on. Uh, who, uh, these are actually all about Batman, which uh, was mm-hmm. uh, submitted uh, by a friend of the show. Uh, we have not seen these before right now, and I'm eating time. But who is the best Batman actor? Uh, this going to be a hotly debated thing. Mm. Well, maybe oh. it isn't. Dustin, mm. what, what's your pick? So I'm going to I have to split this a little bit. I'm going to say the best Batman was actually uh, Ben Affleck, but Ooh. the best Bruce Wayne Ooh. was Michael Keaton. Okay, Ooh. okay. Um, Adam? I'm going to eschew the movies for Kevin Conroy, who did the animated series. And a voice of the animated yeah. series. Uh, yes. That is That was probably the first exposure to Batman uh, for, mm. for millions of, ki- of kids who may lead us into maybe the next one. Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to say Michael Keaton for for both Ooh, uh nice. there's yep. yeah because so just so i remember being so blown away uh it's like oh 
Michael Keaton's not going to play. Michael Keaton's the multiplicity guy or whatever. He's, he's, yeah, that, yeah. he's the rom-com he's dude. Or, Beetlejuice. You know, yeah. Yeah. Well, see, that was, I was too young to know that he yeah. was Beetlejuice until, and that was mm-hmm. actually what did it. It's like, yo, little dude, you know, he was Beetlejuice. I'm like, he was Beetlejuice. And then I remember that like, <laughs> I shouldn't have been allowed to watch Beetlejuice when I was there. No, <laughs> so, so. Hey, Beetlejuice 2 is filming now. They're filming. But oh, anyway, <laughs> when he does that, you know, who are you? And he's like, I'm Batman. Like, yeah. That was, he, that like, I, you know, I, that's, that's engraved somewhere on, on, you know, on my heart, you know, at this point. And that's, it's just kind of hard, you know, not to say Michael Keaton yeah. for both. Uh, but yeah. There's, and, and, and but, Adam didn't answer by the way in chat, just letting you know. That's an what answer. Is, Kevin Conroy is, Kevin is, Conroy uh, is, is yeah, that is. Is a voice that, actor? That's is that an answer. An actor? That, that, no, that counts. Oh, Anima- yeah, animated that counts. counts. Uh, so best. Uh, best worst Batman villain, and, oh. and the, the question here would like us to get specific, uh, oh. like Mark Hamill voicing the animated Joker. Uh, so Adam, we'll we'll give you uh, first pick. I mean, Heath, uh, Australian boy Heath Ledger Joker gave me chills. I th- when mm-hmm. when I was leaving the cinema, having seen The Dark Knight, I was like, "That's the best bad guy I've ever seen in anything ever." Yeah, um, yeah. There's there's no there's no contest like. All the joke, like Mark Hamill does an amazing job in the animated series Joker, like absolutely amazing. I actually really like Jack Nicholson's Joker too, but Heath Ledger's Joker was it, it gave me chills. Like it was, it me was too. so me too. so good. It it wasn't him. It wasn't Heath yeah. Ledger. I don't like, know who that guy was, was. It was not no Heath Ledger. Yeah. There's yeah. no contest in that one. Be, being so, a, a huge fan of, of of other things that he did, uh, le- you know, and then leading up to that, and then having mm-hmm. to see be so transformational and. Mm-hmm and drive that movie. And then we can, we can look at like clips and stuff today, like to this very day and try to diagnose, like what was the actual motivation behind that? Mm -hmm. And it's, well, it, it it is. Yeah. Uh, Would you think about what we we got to go more to the worst one then I think, because I think we're all in agreement on. (laughs) Well, isn't, isn't the best villain also the worst villain? You know, it's like, like the best and the worst. I I definitely have a worst one in mind for sure. Okay. I have, I have have possibly, yeah, you go, you go, go go for it, Adam. Go for it. No, 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 no. You said first go. No, 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 no. You see me, you see me. No, I'm, I'm actually the worst one that I just couldn't stand that I love the series, but the original Penguin in the Adam West. I, oh. I couldn't, I couldn't get Mickey out of my mind whenever uh, I watched that because it's, it's have, Mickey from Rocky. <laughs> I have a hilarious story about Adam West that we're not going to have time for, but it is. Yeah. yeah. So... Uh, the one I, ah, oh, damn. We're out of time. Most essential member of Batman's entourage. Alfred? Uh, Alfred. Yeah, so this, this is what I say. It depends on which time period that you're looking. Did y'all watch Gotham, the series? Yep. Uh, some of. It, I felt like yep. it kind of jumped the shark a little bit, and I dropped off. I love it. A lot of TV shows, I'll have a season where it meanders a bit, but yeah. I actually love Gotham. Uh, I, so I like the actor that played uh, Harvey. You know, the, uh, Daniel Logue, he's mm-hmm. amazing. Uh, you know, he's from comedy to being in Blade to, you know, being in, in uh, this show called Terriers. And then, you know, then I basically liked him in everything I've ever seen him in, although I don't think he's the most uh, essential member of Batman's uh, entourage because he was a dirty cop. You know, and that is more of a uh, Jim Gordon uh, thing. But I think you can, you can make, you can make an argument depending on which time period that you're, that you're looking at to, to, to be different. But anyway, is there a best? Do you, you got a best? I, Dustin, 
I, I can't I can't get away from Alfred. Like I mean, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't matter what time period it is. You know, it's not Robin. Any of them. <laughs> that's, that's, please, if either one of you said Robin, I was going to drive to your house and punch you in the face. Because there's no way that he's at all essential to his entourage at all. Every, he's, every he, Robin oh. character got so much better post-Batman. You know who the best one was? Best Robin or best? The best Robin. Okay. Todd, because he died at one point. What? <laughs> that's why. <laughs> That's, that's harsh. And then he Are comes you, back as a cooler guy. A cooler exactly. Guy. That's, what I was, that's so, what I was saying. They all get better I, post Batman. They come back better. He, he come. Like, he died, and then he came back better. Like that. That, that, that scene that's in the comic where Joker is is oh, uh, with the it's, with the crowbar is yes. is powerful. Like, it is very. And powerful. y'all know I'm a Marvel a Marvel person, but I just some of, there's there's some of these stories that you got to. I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, I'm uh, Barbara Gordon. I'm gonna say uh, Fuego. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Uh, most Later ludicrous on. Batman gadget, or or the bat Batman gadget that would be most useful in a 40k tournament. <laughs> so, if it said AOS, so we get some options here. If it said AOS, I'd say the shark spray. That I'm oh, that's what I was gonna shark, say. Because then you just ah. beat either an Aitken army. You'd just be like, dang, win. <laughs> the, the bat shark spray. It was the first thing that popped into my head too. The original Oh, shark spray! I'll take up my bat spray. Yeah. <laughs> That um, shark was pulling my leg. Joker had a hand in it. We that do was... have a mission that requires like the setting of bombs and stuff like that. So bomb spray would go all right. Mm. Okay. Okay. Oh, this is a tough one. You know, because it's like the most ludicrous has to be the shark spray. Like, there's no yeah. doubt. But in, <laughs> it's and tough, man. so <laughs> random. It's in, like, how weird. It... That show came out, I think, in 1963. Only lasted for three seasons. Such uh, an impact. Like yeah, such and, an impactful viewing, and yet we all know what the shark spray is. Mm-hmm. And and you probably also know that he ran around with a giant bomb over his head, wearing through like three city blocks <laughs> with a giant bomb. Yeah, there's all kinds uh, of memes yes. about that. Yeah, like we all know that. That's uh, uh the, so I think most of the, the ridiculous things, but there had to be some ridiculous. This is where my knowledge of the DC Comics breaks down. Is that I don't know what kind of ridiculousness he had. Okay, well uh, DC Comics is not. Don't put that with the ridiculous gadgets. That's the, that's an Adam West Batman <laughs> thing. All right, that's that's a different beast. Altogether. You know, there's been like, oh, I have this one particular pill or, or or my space helmet in my belt that you're like, no, you didn't. Yeah, if he knew something about it ahead of time, he plans for it. He's a planner. Like, he is a planner. He's a super sleuth. That's it's the superpowers. A super sleuth. I do love how that when he's in the comic and he's talking to Green Lantern or talking to Superman, it seems like he could be in that conversation. Like it's mm-hmm. not like they've yep. done a great job of of writing that to where he you don't feel like why is this guy talking to Superman? He can't even fly. Well, like he, oh. yeah, exactly. All right, there we go. Uh, favorite storyline from the Batman comics. This is hard. I'm gonna say the Dark Knight for anyone else. Would you? <laughs> Wait. Okay. So okay. Well, mine was gonna. I had. I had two. It's, it's the Dark Knight and Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, that's pretty much the old man Batman storylines. Yeah. Cool yep. covers. What is it? Uh, Frank Miller covers. Yep. So yeah. mine's the Killing Joke. Yeah, Killing Joke's good. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, do not watch the animation of the Killing Joke. Just, just skip it. Didn't exist. Never happened. It's like they tried to cram two or three movies into one, and I love yeah. DC's animated game is just on point, by the way. So this, mm. but it's like mm. they tried to cram two or three movies in, yeah. into one. Um, that that last scene, though, no spoilers, is kind of 
it's kind of chilling, you know, when you yep. when you think no, about no. it. I, I I still enjoyed it. I think uh, I think the comics just did it better because they had more time and it wasn't it didn't feel rushed like you're saying. But if uh, okay, since Paul stole mine. I just uh, that's the only one that I know the name of, and so I wanted to get in there. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was actually the, my legitimate favorite one, but I do have a close second, and I already kind of talked about it. But it's under the Red Hood. Nice. It's a good. Okay. One. Very good. Uh, do you want to do you want to say why? Oh, one because Robin dies. That's awesome. And then <laughs> because uh, a theme. <laughs> I don't Robin like the hate. character Robin. I really don't. I don't like the concept of it, and I just it. I don't. I just don't like it. But the, when he comes back as the Red Hood, the Red Hood is awesome. I love the Red Hood. Badass. I love yeah, it. Yeah. That, that's what I was going to say. I was trying not to say it. But now no, that he's that that one with De- Is that the one with Deathstroke in it as well? Uh, no, but never mind. Never mind. Uh, I don't think so. I don't, yeah. But he, he looks kind of like Deathstroke. He kind of like wears mm. a mask like Deathstroke too, so he kind of looks like it. But he comes back with that, with that personality of, okay, this is how we deal with crime now. All right? And yeah. it's just uh, awesome. Your way has failed, Batman. Yeah, like yeah. Here's and he's got a gun too, which is you know he's, he's got like, a oh gun. Goodness, he's got a gun. <laughs> so here's here's the last one here. I have I have a hot take on this one. Uh, have you tried the Little Caesars Batman pizza? No. Uh, okay. <laughs> Would you try the Batman Little Caesars pizza for a meme? Sure. <laughs> Little Caesars is pretty good. Not a sponsor. I've never, I've never had Little Caesars. <laughs> Where does it sit in the in the trifecta of like Papa John's, Domino's, Little Caesars? Like, where's the where's the top of the pile? Their hot and ready's are great. I love the hot and ready jokes. Love the hot like, and ready. But is it good? Shut up. It's hot and ready. But does it taste? It, it's hot and ready. It, <laughs> it's hot it, and ready. It actually, it, it is tasty. It's ready. You don't have to wait for it. It is. The, it is tasty. I, I, like I would actually ranked it pretty high up there, to be honest. Yeah, four, greasy, four, very four greasy. fast pizza. Four fast pizza. Four fast pizza. Yeah, it's mm. very there. very greasy. Uh, so um, yeah. But as for the Batman pizza, it's it's literally a pizza cut up with the two folded is, pieces on the end. Is it less pizza? Like, could you no, just it's get just, it? No, <laughs> it's not less. It's those two little tips on the end. Are you sure it's over. not less That's pizza? All it is. That's all. It's the same. It's just two or four parts of it are made into a mini calzone. That's all it is. Because the internet That's has told me that, that, that any like shaped pizza, like heart-shaped pizza or whatever, is just less pizza. So no. you're better off just getting well, it. Well, the heart-shaped is, yes. But this is just oh, folded yes. over. Okay. Because this is this is literally they cut it in the eight slices like they normally would, and they just fold those pieces over. That's all it is. So you can just do it yourself. Every pizza could could be a Batman. Every every pizza could be a Batman pizza. You want a Batman pizza? You can just make it. Easy. (laughs) Well, I know what I'm doing this weekend. Exactly. Little little Caesar's (laughs) trying to fool us. Instagram and Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) No, I kind of appreciate their effort. You know, it's like, look, I mean, I didn't, I didn't know that any pizza could be a Batman pizza. This may be something I carry even for the rest of my life. It's it's important to know. You can pass this knowledge on to your kids now too. It's like trying to make a deep dish into a into a Batman pizza. <laughs> like we could. Well, look, we're gonna have to try this. To try to get some pictures. Absolutely. I'm I'm I do it now. I actually Adep- do it now. Adep- Adepticon. 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 Uh, <laughs> we'll get one delivered to the stream table, and me and you will take a, a pick at lunchtime. We'll have it for lunch one day. Yeah. Nice. Look, that is the end of our show. Look, that that fuego was uh, was submitted by someone else. If you got some ideas uh, for what you want us to do in our fuego repeato, we'll rerun down those things. It's kind of a palate cleanser after we get so crunchy uh, and into the numbers of Warhammer forty thousand at the end of every episode. We would love to hear what your comments are, what you'd like us to talk about, because you know it's fun. I enjoy doing it, obviously. 
And hopefully you'll enjoy hearing about it. Hopefully you'll enjoy enough to like, share, and subscribe if you have not done so already. Uh, it mean a lot to us. That's that's one of the ways. Look, just leave those reviews. Uh, kind of, I don't know, tell the aggregators uh, that um, other people should come and find us as well. That keeps the, the stream chat even more uh, spicy over the course of this live show. Spicy like a Batman pizza. Is I did not. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> So look at that. It is still a very custodies rich environment out there. Uh, you either got to be it or, or beat it. Uh, and I think that some of these players may have, have uh, figured out how to get inside of that golden armor. And, you know, we're going to look back. Uh, eventually, we'll, we'll have, I think, some, uh, some looking back as to whether or not we were right or not. But until then, you have to come back and tell us if we were right or not mm-hmm. on the next episode. Come Can't chat wait. with us. Episode 35 next week. Who would have thought? Like, I was looking back. We started this thing in June, like our first mm-hmm. part of June, I think. Uh, I've been doing it every week, and it's such a pleasure to be here. I like running on all this stuff and, and being just basically on the spearhead uh, of the meta, uh, bringing the analysis to y'all each and every week. With that said, we're going to wrap up. We'll see y'all soon. See you next week. Bye.